Good morning, good morning. How are you? It's Eshen Brenda Shoshana, back with another episode of Zen Wisdom for Your Everyday Life. And what a life, what a life, what a year it was, what a year it is, what a year it will be. And this is the very last week of 2021. New Year's coming, New Year's Eve coming, ringing in the new year, ringing out the old year, (laughs) as if we could. I wish we could, but we can't ring certain things out. Ring a bell and it's over. (laughs) Maybe it's not over because it never even was. Not in the way we thought it was anyway. But we're on the brink of something, a cusp of a new year, psychologically, Humanly, we we create a new year, an old year, morning, night, noon, divisions. And it's good. It it defines something about our human life, morning, noon, and night. This year, that year, this relationship, that relationship. Somehow, though, by doing that, we don't see what we, in Zen, what we have is the big circle. It's just one big circle. You see that all in many Zen calligraphies and many Zen centers, one big circle. And life is one big circle. The day is one big circle. Our relationships also one big circle, which tries to tell us nothing begins, nothing ends. It goes around and around, around and around, everything included. No sharp edges. That's what the, I think it's called the Entsu. That's what it's telling us. And everything is complete. To me, that's so beautiful. I love that. Everything is complete. Each moment is complete as it is. Now, sometimes when we look over the past or the last year, that seems to have just run through our fingers. And we'll, we think, oh my goodness, what a year. This happened, that happened, this wasn't complete. I've heard that many times. And I felt that myself as well. Oh my goodness, how could this have happened? I wasn't ready or this wasn't complete yet. And that's a very real reason that many of us suffer so much. We feel, oh my goodness, it's not complete. I have to go back to it and correct it, make it complete. There was something I didn't do. There was something I didn't see or say or know. And therefore what passed, there's a jagged edge for me. Maybe I wasn't kind enough. Maybe I wasn't Smart enough, whatever it is, we think, we think, 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 think. This mind that constantly evaluates, evaluates, reviews. You can always find something wrong, something missing. This wasn't complete. I can't let this relationship go or this year go. It wasn't complete. It didn't work out the way I wanted it to or that I needed it to or that I hoped it would. This wasn't in keeping with my dreams. And, you know, it's so very, very, very interesting because we all make so many, many, many New Year resolutions, which just means we, I, this next year I'm going to do this, that, and the other thing. And we have many, many dreams, things that have been incomplete or things that we haven't even started. 
aspirations, one might call it an aspiration. Nothing wrong with having a sense of direction or of knowing what it is we're doing here or that we wish to do here or that we feel is meaningful to do here in this world, in this life. Important, actually, to have some commitment or some dedication. I like the word dedication better. It's a beautiful word. It's a really beautiful word because when we live a life that's dedicated, wow, that's a very precious activity. It means our heart's in it, our actions, our thoughts, our energy is dedicated to something important to us, something meaningful. You know, when we don't dedicate, then everything random can come running in. Oh, I'll do this, I'll do that. We get very scattered. It's easy to get scattered. There are so many things that come to us to do, to think, to say in life. And it can become very confusing. But a dedicated life is almost in and of itself one full circle. One whole circle. It's complete. It's complete. Even if we make many, many, many mistakes, when we, which we will, it's inevitable, and I don't know who's even going to call it a mistake. We just do think we, we, we take our best action, and it turns out as it does, and we learn from how it turns out, and then we take another action. That's a much better way to think of it than a mistake, mistake, mistake. And that's part of dedication. It's part of the one whole circle. You wouldn't have done one thing if you hadn't so-called made those mistakes, hadn't learned from them. It's fine. It's all part of the whole circle. Nothing is left out of one whole life, one whole circle. Everything is included and respected and honored because it's all part of the experience. We can't experience day without experiencing night. That's the nature of our lives. We learn, we grow, we enjoy, we moan, <laughs> everything. And that's all part of one full circle. In Zen practice, our direction is not so much to become this or become that or reject different parts of our old selves or whatever. But our, our direction is to embrace everything, all of our lives, all of the year. Embrace it into the one whole circle. You know, if something has been incomplete in a relationship or in a moment, and of course it feels that way a lot, and many of us do feel that, that's okay. If it's been incomplete, it will complete itself at the right moment. Uh, something will, in that circle of life, something will appear and give us an opportunity to intuitively, naturally, inevitably just complete it. If we haven't had a chance, even when the person's alive, even when the person is alive, so many things maybe we don't complete or understand even. I was just yesterday, had the great privilege and honor, blessing to be attending a Zoom meeting, sitting with a group of old Sangha friends who I, I have practiced with for many, 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 many years. We get, managed to get together on Zoom and listen to a talk of my teacher, my, one of my original teachers, with whom I practiced for many, many decades. 
and heard this talk that we heard yesterday. It was on video. He's no longer alive, so-called. Of course, he is very alive to me, my goodness, even more than ever after yesterday. But we listened. We did a certain amount of sitting, quite a bit of sitting, and then we all together listened to this talk again, a talk I'd heard many times and others had heard many times, which was recorded on a video. And I was listening, and finally, finally, so many, many years later, suddenly, oh, I understood something. I understood something about him, about the talk, <coughs> about practice. And ex- more than understood it, I think I was ready to accept it. Oh, it went right through my bones and resolved many, many moments between him and myself and just my my own self that perhaps had been incomplete or felt as incomplete. They weren't incomplete. They just weren't ripe yet. I wasn't ready to accept them. Sometimes we think, (coughs) I don't, excuse me, sometimes we think, I don't understand that. No, 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 it's not that we don't understand it. We don't accept it. We're not ready to accept it. And I could see when we're ready to accept a fact, a truth, a person, a moment, then we, we, then we understand it, then we see it, then we know it, then we honor it. Then we actually really can honor it for the first time. So that's an enormous, it was an enormous insight for me and an enormous moment for me. What a moment. Oh. And you know, you can't push that. You can't push when that moment is going to come when you can accept something. There's a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful poem by T.S. Eliot, which says, humankind cannot bear very much reality. Wow. I always loved that quote from T.S. Eliot, and, and I really, really get it now. And when he says humankind, we don't include ourselves. We think it's others. No, me too, me too. <laughs> cannot bear, cannot accept very much reality. And Zazen really is the practice, not the philosophy, not the belief system, not the, not the idea, but the practice of accepting reality, getting stronger and stronger in our ability to accept reality. My teacher used to say, we learn to accept that which might seem unacceptable. And when he says accepted, he doesn't mean, oh, this is okay, I, I will, I go along with it, or I give it my stamp of approval, or I I say this is right or wrong. It's not about right or wrong. It's not at all about right or wrong. It's about accepting it so that you can see what's really there, what's really in front of your eyes. Very simple, but very difficult. Very, very powerful, very healing, very beautiful. Not so simple. Takes from my from my perspective, from my experience, a practice, consistent. Beautiful daily practice in my case. Practice, practice. It's the practice is like a raindrop for me falling on a rock day by day by day by day and that it slowly, slowly 
softens the rock, the rock of our heart, the rock of our mind, the rock inside of us that won't accept a person, a moment, a situation, a condition, just won't. And that is what causes us so much sorrow and pain. In my experience, that is it. That feeling, I won't accept this. No, no, no. It's as if we're saying constantly no to the way it turned out, to the way our life is in many respects. And so then practice turns it around so we say yes. Thank you. Now, that might seem very, very, very difficult and even crazy, maybe. Well, how can I say yes, thank you to something that's so, might seem so awful or so painful or so confusing? It's mostly confusing is a better word. When we start judging, oh, this is awful, this is pain, we're just so confused. We don't know why it's happening. We don't know what to do. Confusion, confusion. So rather than go into that judgment on hatred and rejection of life, Zazen practice brings us into another state of mind of allowing it to be what it is, being with it, and thanking it even. Why would we thank it? Because from that moment, from our ability to accept that moment, completion comes, and insight comes, and growth comes, and love comes, a lot of love. And we can see the good, the beauty of something, not just what's wrong with it in our view. Mostly we only see what's wrong with something, not what's beautiful and wonderful and strong about something. That comes from the attitude of no, 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 no. So this actual practice, this is not a belief system, by the way. This is not a philosophy. This is a practice that you do and you taste the results for yourself. It's like drinking a hot cup of tea when you're cold mm, and you feel it warm you right up. And then, oh, thank you very much for the tea. It's a direct experience of your life. That's what Zazen practice is. And a direct experience of yourself and your own objections to your life, that's included in that one circle too. We become acquainted, like it or not, <laughs> with ourselves and how we, how we respond to this great, great gift of life that we've been given. doesn't seem like a gift to many of us. In fact, sadly, horribly enough, many people are harming themselves with, in all kinds of ways, which is so sad to me, so disturbing to me. So it's just sad, very sad. And I can understand why. And it makes me want so much to practice, practice, not just for myself, but for all of us. And I do know that the more of us that can sit, even for a little while every day, it makes a difference. It changes the overall consciousness, not only of your life, but of the entire, all the people you interact with. Somehow they'll feel it, they'll sense it. So I thank you so very much for listening. It's coming to the end of our little talk for today. And I wish you a really 
profound new year. I, I wish that your new year becomes a wonderful circle of joy, of love, of understanding. So the website for our for today, as we all know, is www.zenwisdom.com. And if you wish to send an email, a question, anything at all, my email is topspeaker at yahoo.com. And I wish you a beautiful new year and a beautiful end of year and a beautiful day today. Thank you for listening so much. Bye-bye.